It's been a long time. We're here. Osama's here. Muhammad's here. We missed you guys. We didn't Are go we anywhere. <laughs> Hopefully we're in your minds and your concerns. A lot has happened, but we're still here. Ways is always ascending according to the sound of the youth. And obviously with this perspective of the world. Osama, how are you doing today? Bro, I'm good. Uh, been quite busy this past couple, this past month. I know we've been, you know, it's funny because the last time we took a month, we told everybody, yo, we're going to be back consistent. But obviously this time was a legitimate, well, it was always, it's always a legitimate reason as to why we took a break. But this one, we actually needed a break to work on some projects and we're back, you know, a, l- a lot of cool stuff coming. Um, but it's kind of funny. Each time we take a month off, it's always for you guys. For you guys that are listening right now, by the way, I just want to say we. Well, I'm not sure if you know this. We actually entered Japan, so now we have listeners in Japan. So it's kind of That's quite amazing. Thank you to everyone in Japan for the support and love and the feedback. Feedback. We love you guys so. Yeah, definitely. And I also want to say uh, it's always hard to figure out a topic. Like we spent maybe 15 minutes thinking, but I just like, yo, what do you want to talk about? Because we want to make this a great episode. So we just decided, listen, whatever comes to our mind as we're speaking we're going to talk about and yeah i'm feeling good you know it's getting colder now it's september this episode will be coming out september 15th which is insane because now it's two weeks in september so time is flying Canada, by fast. yeah it's that time of the year when you just bro i went outside to go uh warm up my car and i saw that all my uh car mirrors and door was frozen and it's so hard to open the door and everything i'm like ah oh, we're coming back to that time of the year and for canadians it's so sad and depressing I would say at the same time, it's beautiful, you know, winter and fall, there's beautiful aspects of it, but summer, we don't have yeah. it that much. So those three yeah. months that we do get it, we try to hold on to it as tight as possible with everything that we get from it. So it is a tough transition for the most part. I guess it definitely is. And um, transition with anything is, is hard, you know, whether it's like you leaving your friends, you growing. You're trying to grow up as an individual to get married or whatever it may be. Transition is important. I think it just makes you as a man. Because if you're going to be, if you're going to be comfortable with where you are, ideally you're not going to grow. I totally agree. Um, but the funny thing about perspective is, obviously, uh, two people could have different perspectives on the exact same topic. And the funny thing is, both people can be right. Obviously, sure. there's evidence to back up the claims and stuff, right? Or you can lean more to one side or the other. And I totally agree with you when you talked about never being comfortable or settle in one place, because as soon as you do that, you are actually moving away from the target, which is to to evolve and obviously accumulate more things in life for the things that are important to you. The question I have for you is, that's really interesting when you said that, is there ever a point where we are allowed to be comfortable, but in a manner that still gives us that satisfaction and just that gratifying element because we only we only see uh being comfortable and settling when we go on vacation is that fair is there anything else besides that look it's funny that you asked that question because i'm gonna give my answer how i personally feel about this me and i'll give another answer in terms of like what i guess people should do for me to answer your question, it's a no. I don't think you should ever be comfortable, whether it comes within your marriage, within your friendships, because once you become comfortable, there's a side that pe- there's a side of taking advantage of you start ha- starts happening. Like you need to you, like once you feel you're comfortable is when you have to get the, get a, go on to be uncomfortable. For example, if you feel 
you're making like $80,000 a year in a job and you're getting really comfortable with that. To some people, they'll be like, you know what? I'm cool. But sometimes they'll be like, yo, if you don't, if you don't move up, if you don't do, if you don't do this, you might have, you might lose your job. It's always good to be on your feet. Yes. The uncomfortable feeling is, is not, is, isn't beautiful or isn't, it's, it's not captivating, but you have to put yourself and that's just me. But to answer your question in a whole, I I don't think there's nothing wrong with being comfortable. I think it kind of goes back to your mindset, and it's always good to be on your feet. Wait, so Osama, when you go to sleep, are you comfortable or no? Do you just force yourself to be like, I gotta work. You know, it's funny because when I go to sleep, it's funny. It's funny because it's <laughs> it's funny bro, because when I I don't sleep properly. Like, I, yes, I wake up, but I'm always thinking about the task. Like in my head, I'm thinking. Like, I sometimes feel like I don't sleep properly because I'm always thinking about projects that I have to get done. Okay. So, yeah, that's interesting. It makes sense, obviously, right? But at the same time, like, is there a reward in being comfortable? Like, because we, there's, for us, it's like, the only time we can be comfortable is if we go on vacation. That's the only time we're allowed to be comfortable. I don't think going on vacation is a reward. Just, just in my opinion, it's just vacation. Because when you think of the world comfortable, right, or complacent, or whatever it might be, let me ask you a question. If we stop recording, for example, for like until January, for whatever reason it might have been, do you think we're gonna grow, or do you think we're gonna gain knowledge and meet amazing people and having amazing conversations? No, because you're just sitting. And for the longest time, if you want to go talk about pretty ways, we were comfortable. Because like we weren't uploading, we're like, yo, one video did good, boom, we're just gonna, we're, we're blessed. And um, I think there's different perspectives to look at comfortable. Like sitting on a chair, I think you want to be comfortable. Sitting on your bed, yes, you want to be comfortable. But I guess if we're talking about life in reality, I don't think you should ever be comfortable, bro. A lot of a lot of entrepreneurs, successful people say that like once you once you're comfortable, it's too late. Because you're not, you're, it's you you. It's almost as if you're relaxed, you're sitting down. And you don't want to do anything because you like the feeling of like comfort. But I know something like you knowing you for so long that when you get comfortable to sit within a, within a certain situation, you try to get the, you try to get yourself out of that mindset. You're like, no, nah, I'm not like I'm also growing, so I have to move out. There are some people who I know who who are like that, and there's nothing wrong. It's just again kind of different mindsets, different perspectives on life, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and that's fair. But I think ideally, being too comfortable can get you in trouble. So I think for people listening, uh, the cool thing that we just made as far as two discoveries is that for some individuals, obviously entrepreneur, vision-minded, creative minds, and obviously want to push and push further, being comfortable is essentially death because you are killing your potential in your life. So you have goals and aspirations, and the more you're comfortable, the less you are getting closer to reaching those checkpoints. At the same time, there's individuals in the world, obviously millions of people, who have no problem being comfortable with just one job, one family, one house, or a certain amount of income, just lifestyle. And that's okay with for them. So that's one perspective we got out the way. The other thing we want to get across, which doesn't confuse people, is that, like Osama said, obviously you want to sit in a chair, lay down on a bed, have headphones on that are comfortable. So when we talk about comfortable, it's not that uh, everything we do in life and all aspects and facets shouldn't should always be like hard and not fun. 
no, comfortability can be used for different things to obviously give us leisure and relaxation in that said moment. So it's yeah. two different sides, right? 100%. And can I just add on to your point that was like eloquently said? Um, think of sports, for example. Like right now, if you look at the NBA, LeBron James is arguably the best player in the world, right? So do you think he's sitting at the top comfortably or does he know there's other players that could take his spot if he's not going to perform? Yeah, uh, he knows that anyone could take his spot and it's arguably known that KD is that number one person for the past five years. And LeBron knows as soon as he takes a day off, obviously a day means a huge amount of time. As soon as he relaxes, KD's the number one guy now. Kevin Durant. Exactly. And look, um, for people who are still listening, this is like, what, eight minutes, nine minutes into the podcast at this point. You better be um, listening still if you listen to Wade. Yeah, this is, this is facts. This is facts. <laughs> like, whoever's listening, who like, all these countries that we're entering, bro, I respect you guys. Like, I'm not sure how it's growing. I love it. But again, that's all I can say. But just to add on to my point, if you're still listening, I hope you are. Don't take me and, Mo, me and Muhammad's, uh, I guess, points like, oh, like, it's, I don't, like, I, I, I like what I'm doing. That's fine. If you like what you're doing, by all means. From an entrepreneurial standpoint, if you're an entrepreneur, you're listening to this, you know that you can never be comfortable. If you're an athlete, you want to be a top guy, you can't. If you're, if you're trying to be a top of anything in life, you cannot be comfortable. Anything. Like, if you have in your head, you're like, I want to be the best basketball player in the world. Bro, yeah, I mean, it's, there's no partying. There's no clubbing. There ain't no seeing friends. What's the trade-off? If you don't go work out, you're going to be out. If you, if you go with your friends, you're not going to be able to work out and get yourself healthy. And... I always got told when I was younger, I'm like, yo, if you live the easy life now, you'll have a harder life later. If you live the harder life when you're younger, you'll have, an, you'll have a more easier, accessible life when you're older. People always assume that they want to be rich when they're young. I don't think you want to be rich when you're young because you could lose that money and you may not be emotionally strong to do to do that. And again, talk about transitioning. Talk, exactly, talk about transitioning. You need to transition yourself from a boy to a man, from a girl to a woman. That's really important. That trans- you have to start making transitions in your life. Ask yourself within the past five years. Forget success. That's a whole different subjective story. But ask yourself within your self-development, have you went forward or went backwards? Everything you're saying, see, I just want to get those two uh, perspectives across so people understand that there's one side where obviously people in the world don't see comfortability as a positive thing. And on the other side, people see comfortability as the norm it should be the social norm and besides that on the other end another perspective is that we do in fact like comfortable things to obviously make us feel at ease in different facets obviously a good toothbrush toothpaste good tv to watch and all that stuff look a good relationship on the the other side on the other side as we know there's certain individuals they don't want anything as far as that's remote to them to be comfortable why because it still has that mindset of uh you know that death the ego that ego death right yeah. so some people it's like i want everything to be hard so therefore i know that i'm still have that positive mindset of just achieving my goals so like if you think even about music obviously drake and Kanye recently dropped their product pro- projects right and uh, obviously they both respect they're both good in their own respective ways they all both have different sounds it's kind of hard to compare them but they're both top of the artist till this day and they, they've been they've been They've been succeeding in different decades to this point. Like, they're still relevant to this point. The fact that this new generation is listening to them shows you 
that their comfort level is like it's it's changing because they want to be comfort for the for the time at that point. They're not looking ten years ago. And I think I just want to I just want to clarify something. The word comfortable is usually used as friends these days. Like, oh, you're my friend, or you're my friend. It's kind of it's kind of like usually used. Just like people use it for the sake of like almost like a place play on word where it's like they a place on word where they're trying to fit it in within a sentence. It's okay, as you as, as you said, like it's so much, it's so hard to talk about it. But look, it's okay. You want to have a comfortable relationship. You want to have you want to be you want to feel comfortable around your friends. You don't want to make you don't want no one you don't want no one to make fun of you. But take all that aside. It's all subjective because you choose your friends. You choose your wife. You choose all that. You choose to be comfortable with certain people. But even like we were talking about the power of imagination just before, um, before uh, we were like recorded this and. That's in a sense, in a way, there's kind of some sort of uh, correlation, because the power of imagination, right? Y your brain has four, four lobes of the brain, right? Each of them have uh, different functions, and obviously, the frontal lobe is like where all that beautiful stuff happens: imagination, the thinking, the critical thinking, and all that kind of stuff. And when it comes to imagination, if you imagine you want to be uh, a doctor or engineer or a lawyer. You know the work you know you know the work you have to put in. So that's one side of the formula, power of imagination. The second part is like working hard. Third part is like not fearing failure. The last part is don't feel comfortable, because all those guys, if you have if you have if you have if you talk about their success stories and their failure stories, they probably had times where they felt comfortable. Like yo, if I if I'm if I'm gonna continue this lane, God forbid I'm not gonna make it. Sense obviously yeah. Like you said, the fact that being comfortable is either that as far as whatever goal you have in life or ultimate leisure. But those individuals, they choose to live in that lifestyle. But like you said, <laughs> my book, <laughs> I haven't seen that book in so long. One of my favorite books. Osama just showed me uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, one of the best books of all time. And it's actually the original one of the, the original like business book I advise yeah, everyone I'm gonna, to read it. The I'm more you read it, it, don't sell it to action. <laughs> uh, the more you read it, the more it helps with your critical thinking, the power of imagination and just applying those actions. Right. Um, I, I look, you still got to read it, bro. I haven't finished it yet. But the thing is, actually, I want to ask you something. Cause you know how, like we talked about earlier um, about comfortability and not being comfortable and all most things. Yes. Obviously like, Goals and aspirations is one thing, whatever you want to achieve, whether it's a dentist, mm -hmm. entrepreneur, athlete, or anything, right? Mm -hmm. But what about when it comes to the relationship between a spouse or family or friends? Are you allowed to be comfortable in those spaces? In a sense, no? yes. In a sense, yes. Like you want, for example, look, one of our friends obviously has got recently married, right? And I'm assuming for yeah. him, you want to be with someone who makes you feel comfortable. Like you don't have to be, you, you don't have to be not yourself around them. That's again, that's like one side of comfortable. But if you're talking about, if you're talking about a, a relationship trying to grow, if you're trying, if you're trying to talk about a relationship trying to grow, <laughs> if you're trying to talk about a relationship trying to grow in terms of uh, it succeeding, I don't believe you can be comfortable because obviously when you're married, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 I said this to one of our friends. I'm like, it takes two people to move a couch, not just one. So if one person's moving it, that means you think that the relationship is okay. But when the relationship is okay, you, you ain't really growing. 
it's okay to feel, for example, like my 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 significant other makes me happy. She makes me she makes she's the love of my life. That's okay. that's good comfort. But in terms of staying where you are, it's probably it's probably gonna end in a divorce if you're not working on each other. Okay, so comfortability is allowed as far as a feeling in certain moments, but regardless, the action and the application of it should always have that never-ending desire of, of, of just moving along in a better way, right? It takes it takes two people to move a couch, not one. So a lot of times you see, or or another or another analogy, it takes two hands to clap, not one. So you yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. But the and thing is, it's more, like you know more than ever that from your experiences <laughs> and from the advice that from the advice that you've given to people who have always asked about relationships that you have to work as a team. You're like your 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 wife or your husband is your is the person that you want to live. With. If you want to live with them for like eternity, then you have to like be there for them. Be them be there for you. Not for example, when they're like tired, you're like, man, I'm just trying to be chilling, bro. Why are you always complaining? Like. I think your wife is gonna get who someone's wife is gonna give them a one two box knockout. No, it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. And yeah, once again, it's just for the people listening because I think a lot of people understand where we are so far, and some people still be confused. Well, and if you're not listening think... and you're not understanding, I'm, I'm following <laughs> you. And we're just trying to cover different aspects of when it comes to comfortability. Really, the original topic was about power of imagination, friendship, and everything. But I was, as Osama was starting to talk about being comfortable, I just started thinking different perspectives of both sides. Because most of the time when we talk, obviously we focus on the side that we know. And obviously we go deep and deep and deep into it. When we look into the other side, obviously we hear from it, but it's never really talked about, obviously, because most of the things we agree on. So, so it's just trying to think of the other perspectives so, um, that we usually take for granted when it comes to most topics. Can we talk about a different perspective? The brain, the, what does the brain do? When you want to try something new, because you're so comfortable, it tells you, don't do this because it does not want you to get hurt. Now it's a different side of comfortability. Your brain is telling, for example, going to the gym. Let's say, for example, you never went to the gym, you start, now you want to go to the gym. Your brain is telling you, no, it's okay, you might get hurt, you might get hurt. Like It's trying to convince you not to do it. There's a different side of your brain that you have to access with, you know, so, like someone, a friend, Jeff, which he talks a lot about, you have to access that side of your brain and say, okay, I need to like turn that switch on and go. It's you yourself that has to do that. Your brain is not going to automatically do that. So sometimes our brains wants us to be in that certain stage. This is a psychology fact. Like me taking some psychology, psychology, oh my goodness, psychology, psychology, study of behavior, psychology as an elective, you know, I learned a lot from it. And that's actually a huge factor, by the way, you know this really well. Your brain is like a is a computer that you have to program yourself. Otherwise, it's gonna, if it it's, it's also goes back to what you said uh, two years ago or now almost three years ago. If you're either controlling yourself or or you're allowing your mind to control you, so I can put it at that. And that makes sense. Like I said, is either you're being active as far as an engagement of your life and how your mind works, or you're pretty much in cruise control and your subconscious or your conscious is taking over, but you don't know what's going to come with it because you're not preparing for anything. You're not asking for anything. You're not trying to put uh, things ahead so you can work towards it. So that makes sense. It only totally makes sense. Beautiful well, example. Sense. 
So I think that it makes them more fair for individuals. 100%. Um, 100%. Yeah. And I, I, I want to ask you a question, Mo. Um, yep. Al-Hassan. Off topic a little bit. Off topic. <laughs> Why do you hate Drake? No, I love Drake, man. <laughs> I'm playing a play. I just want to put uh, a side note out there that he's a Drake hater. But um, I'm, I'm not just, sure if I want to talk. It's hard, it's hard to... Well, you're I'm right. objective, man. I try to be objective. I guess that's wrong in today's society. But it makes sense. Whether it's Drake now or Jay-Z 15 years ago or Michael Jackson. Like, if I grew up in the 80s, I'd probably be your brother regarding Michael Jackson. It makes sense. I think but, like, you are obviously, born in the wrong era. I think you're born in the wrong era, bro. I think you, you should be born in the 60s. But it makes sense, though, right? Because the love and affection have to what work. Makes sense? Hard to what be makes sense? What makes sense? Explain what makes sense. You always say that, but you never say what makes sense. No, I'm saying, like, it makes sense how, obviously... We know what stands are. Stands are literally fans who are not saying obsessed with an artist or a musician, author, whoever person is. They are so fathom by their works, canons, with the collections of what they do, that they're willing to go to the extent of not criticizing or thinking or seeing things with a critical eye pertaining their works. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's just removed from objectivity and that's so subjective in the highest forms of fashion so that's why like the beautiful example is clb versus donda like it's two albums but it's two it's two albums free accessible you can listen to both and you can enjoy both obviously as we know this right as human beings we're allowed to enjoy both but in society that we live in today and with this group think and these mediums and all these agendas are being pushed and people in their own individual ration, they think that it's one or the other. So if I pick Donda and you pick CLB, you don't know music. So everything you listen to is trash. Your IQ is trash. The way you dress is trash. Like everything about you in life is trash, but who knows? You probably have the one advice that could change my life regarding marriage or school and all these different things. But the fact that you like an album cover that's black and I like an album cover that has different emojis of girls who are pregnant. <laughs> it makes it puts us at odds. So that's the thing. It's like it's amazing, Osama, how like we talked about the comfortability. Like people are so comfortable to a certain in song, one or the other, but not willing to actively uh, critically engage in both and to see what's better in a more uh, logical yeah. way. I think music is. I think music is subjective. Obviously, like here's the thing. Was I the biggest fan of Donna's album? No. Just because I know what Kanye can actually do. I, there's a few songs that I like off the album. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna hear and talk trash about it, but it's not. I was expecting more. Drake's album, yes, I was expecting more, but I can in terms of a piece of work, I think it's a lot better. Again, I said I think. I don't say I know because I don't really know. I said I think because that's my personal opinion in terms of what I've seen from both artists, and uh, they both did. You know, they. I think Drake's album is still doing well. And that's the thing. It's like, obviously, um, even then, forget subjectivity, because obviously you have that towards an artist or another or towards another album or whatever. But, like, if we just try to look at the music and stuff, you can come to a conclusion that, hey, this one's better based on the evidence and stuff, right? But the thing is, it's like, but the thing is, with such mediums such as Twitter, or actually, forget Twitter, whatever medium it is, the type of person that you are and the behaviors that you have, would cause you to react in such a way that either I'm a part of this army or you're part of that army and we're just at odds. 
So the question is, is music bringing people together as the intent should be, or is it actually dividing people? Because look at this, this, this CLB and Donda thing is literally a Republican versus a Democratic thing. Like it's kind of the same thing, but instead of under the scope and lines of politics, it's under the scope and lines of traditional music and the genre of hip hop. Or I think rap. music, I think music does both. It divides people, like CLB and Donna divided certain people, and obviously it can it can bring people together depending on the artist and their influence. And obviously they both have big influences. So hypothetically speaking, if they haven't made a joint collab album, they're bringing people together. But obviously they have two huge fan bases, and now people are going wild. They both to the point where these. Drake fans went to like uh, Kanye West's old Wyoming home or whatever, and they vandalized it. Like, that's going a little bit too far. What happened? Yeah, bro. Wait, what did After, you say to the game? That uh, I think Drake fans, if I'm not mistaken, I think Drake fans vandalized that Wyoming home. That he, I think I'm not sure if the, the original one, or the one that he rebuilt, the replica. But basically, after he posted uh, Drake's address in Toronto. Uh, and Drake was laughing. The reaction, bringing fans went. Invent- I have to send you the picture. I'm not sure if that's actually true, but I think I think it is because it was all over Instagram. All we knew about the Kanye leaking the address, which is uncalled for. But the uh, vandalizing, I didn't under- I didn't know about that. I didn't hear about that. But either way, regardless, that's true or not. That's the thing. It's like people who are stands of anything. Forget music, but whether it's like actors and all these different things, it's like you don't know these people. Don't live your life through them. It's one thing to appreciate what they do as far as the art that they give you and how you consume it, but do not die on the hills of these individuals because you don't know what their views are about the about lives. You don't know how they view you, your family, and your perspective. So you guys might have different perspectives. And if you actually knew it, you might not be a fan of that person. So it's one thing to be exactly. a fan from a distance or from a certain angle. But don't put, don't go beyond it and put your life on the line for someone who's not even aware of your presence. Because they don't know us; they only see us as a number or a stack. One person, one person that we both know falls in that category. And that's 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 just life. That, that's life. That goes for anything, not just music, politicians, you know, scholars, anything. Like you know, just don't put yourself. Heads over heels for individuals who you have no actual accountability for, for who they are as a person. 100%. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think this concludes the podcast because I have nothing. I'm not sure if you want to talk about anything else. Any I have a final thought. Guys, I want to say something for the past month that I learned from Mr. Muhammad Al-Hassan. Find a friend like Muhammad Al-Hassan who will push you who will make you amazing, who will be- make you a better person. Because this guy, I would not have asked for any other co-host in my life. The only reason why we're growing is because of me and him are like so, it's almost like peanut butter and jelly, even though I don't like peanut butter and jelly. But bro, thank you. You're an amazing human being. May Allah bless you with everything that you ever want.